Up next, the A.M. Kevin Show with your host, Kevin Shorey. But first, we would like to tell you a little bit about Kevin Shorey Ministries. 38 years ago, Kevin Shorey felt the calling to use his talents as a singer, songwriter, and evangelist to help fulfill the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Today, Kevin Shorey Ministries is continuing this mission through television, radio, social media, streaming, music, and evangelistic services. During the show, Kevin will tell you how you can help him spread the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. Won't you consider helping us in this great cause? Thank you. Now, sit back and enjoy this edition of A.M. Kevin. The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries, whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. What time is it? Why, it's time for A.M. Kevin. That's right. From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time once again for another edition of A.M. Kevin. Starring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. And now, from the A.M. Kevin Studios, located in Stonebridge Books and Gifts in beautiful Ashland City, Tennessee, reaching coast to coast and around the world, with the message that Jesus is the answer for this world today, is your host, Kevin Shorey. Good morning! Welcome to the A.M. Kevin Club! Isn't it a great day to serve the Lord? I'm so glad that you're watching today. I missed you yesterday. Did you miss me? Or... Did you watch Cindy and I? We were live from Love from Music City down in Hendersonville. And uh, those gals have a great program there. And uh, we were honored to be a part of it. And uh, in return, they said they're going to come and be on our program as well. So Crystal Brown and Shonda Tripp uh, were the hosts. And uh, I think you can still catch it. And maybe you can watch the past show and all. They're editing it. And then it goes to another TV network, one of the networks that we're on, Destiny Television. And uh, as a matter of fact, I will be there uh, next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There will be no live show here. You will have to watch us at night doing the telethon. And uh, we do that so that they play our program and they do not charge us. And so we are able to go and do a telethon for uh, fundraising for Destiny Television down in Atmore, Alabama. And so we'll be down there in Alabama next week, and then Friday of next week, we have a new singer, uh, Landon Bellamy, who's never been on the program before, and he's a friend of Dan Nixon, so we're looking forward to that next week. Tomorrow, Travis, Brian will be here for our Good Friday program, but today, we're going to, we're doing a little backwards, we're Good Friday tomorrow, but we're going to do Easter today, and I pray that Pastor, I haven't talked to him, because he always comes in right as the show begins, but uh, he is... Uh, <laughs> I asked him if he could do an Easter message for us, so, so I pray that it's going to be about Jesus either way, so it's going to be good. Speaking of Jesus, why don't we go to him in prayer if you have any prayer requests. Good morning, Charlene. You know we missed you, Charlene. It's just not the same when you're not here, especially during the game time. You, you didn't get any, any prizes this week. Darius, good morning out there on the border in Texas. 
Larry, good to see you. Larry was watching yesterday. I saw Larry and Phyllis watching. And Steve, yeah, there's Steve. Good morning, Steve. Lyle, good morning. Fritzy in Arkansas. And uh, Phyllis says she really enjoyed seeing us together. It was a good show. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we, we're just going to go to the Lord in prayer. If you have any prayer requests, please put them down now. And uh, we are going to the Lord in prayer. It's going to be a good Easter celebration today. I'm going to sing some of my Easter songs, actually. Uh, since we have a guest tomorrow, it's my only opportunity to sing a couple tunes. And if I can, since I've had the, the cold, and but since I've been taking my vitamins, I actually have a voice. I know, not, not a good speaking voice yet, but my singing voice is pretty good. Thank you, Jesus. So thanks for your prayers, and uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Good morning, Ron. Bless you, and uh, you missed me because you didn't watch. Sandy, good morning to you. Hope all is well, and uh, I know, Charlene, you're in Texas. I know where y'all are at all the time. I see, I see your Facebook posts and all those things, but... Lord, be with Charlene, be with Leon, be with the whole family who've lost some loved ones, God, uh, loved one uh, recently. And just we just pray your peace and uh, power will be there. And I thank you, Lord. And uh, uh, be with Lana and uh, be with Cliff. Continue what you started him. Be with Rob Andres, God, and bring complete healing with him and no sign and symptom of this injury in the name that's above every name. Be with Pat, who's here in Tennessee. I'm calling all the Tennessee folks out today. God, be with uh, Roxanne and Kathy's daughter, and be with Kathy as well, and bring complete healing. To Lynn Ray, to, to Donna, who's in four-stage cancer. God, all of these right here in this area, and uh, my uh, sister-in-law, Madeline, finish what you started in healing. Even though she's out of the coma, she is not even close to 100%. God, I just pray that you'll raise her up and bring healing to her in the name. Be with Pat. Comfort his family at the loss of his mother, I pray. Be with Tim and his marriage. He asks for prayer for that. Elizabeth, Ginger's granddaughter, that she'll come to the Lord and be totally and completely healed, mind, body, and spirit. Be with Sandy in her situation. God, already there's a praise report. There's a settlement. I thank you, Lord, for that. But I thank you, Lord, you're going to com give complete, complete restoration, restoring back everything the enemy has tried to steal from Sandy in Texas, God. Heal Jerry, who's going through uh, uh, severe pain with a hernia. And uh, be with Andrew, who's going through COVID. Heal him totally. Sandra in Arizona. Uh, thank you for touching Darius and Barb and John and Karen in California. And uh, opening the door, she's got a second interview now for this job that she's been believing for. So be with Jolene. Give her peace and, and provision and help her in every way. Bring healing to Jim, to Richard Lee, to Don. Complete what you started in him, Lord. And I thank you for Marjorie's daughter, Allison, that you're going to heal and touch her. And uh, let Lord be real in her life, we pray. And I thank you, God, that for the peace of Jerusalem. I thank you for peace in this nation where there's division, God. Bring us all back together. But most of all, bring an awakening and a revival to our land. Let the resurrection power of Jesus that raised him from the dead, the thing that we celebrate this weekend, be real in everyone's lives throughout the churches and through the government and every aspect of our life. And I thank you, God, you're sending COVID back to hell where it came from. We give you praise and glory and honor as we put on the whole armor of God. We declare today we are strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. And even though the powers of darkness 
have schemes and strategies against us, we declare it is our destiny to win. Every battle that God allows in our life, He intends for us to win. So we choose to stand our ground and prepare ourselves today by putting on the whole armor of God. We put on the helmet of salvation. Ask you, Lord, guard our mind with your truth. Help us to think your thoughts and believe what you've promised in your holy word above and beyond what we personally think and feel. We raise up the sword of spirit, the word, the sword of the spirit, the word of God, and recognize that your word is the basis for what we believe and what will come out of our mouth today. Help us, Lord, as we dedicate everything we are to you. Give us a mind that we may think your thoughts, our eyes that may have your vision and look on nothing that displeases you or quenches the Holy Spirit inside of us. We give you our ears that we may be tuned to hear your voice above anything else. We offer you our lips that we may speak words of life and not death, faith and not doubt, blessing, not cursing, truth and not error. We put on the breastplate of righteousness and ask and thank you for forgiveness. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We ask you to purify our affections and appetites. Make us long for the right things we put on the belt of truth. Thank you for a clear conscience. We choose to aim our life towards everything that pleases you, Lord, and away from anything that would grieve your Holy Spirit. We turn from our sin today and declare complete forgiveness and acceptance from God through the blood of Jesus Christ. We put the shoes of readiness on our feet and make ourselves available to go where you want us to go, Lord. Do what you prompt us to do. Tie our hands to your purpose. Bind our feet to your path. As we take up the shield of faith, we reject every lie and temptation of the devil. Holy Spirit, come into our life. Fill us with your presence so that we may, may bear much fruit in the name of Jesus. Charlene's at the dentist, so God be with her. Give her peace and power and strength to get through the dentist. And there's Dave and Barb. Healing, healing, healing virtue. Go out today. God, we give you praise in Jesus' mighty, matchless, holy name. The risen Savior. He's alive, folks. He is risen. Up from the grave, he arose. I was just reading for my devotion for tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, if it's our, our gospel, our preaching, everything is meaningless unless Jesus raises from the dead. And he is risen from the dead. And we're going to uh, talk about that tomorrow and today with Pastor Chris Moore, our pastor from Gateway Assembly here in Ashland City, Tennessee. Ashland City is getting more and more famous. I love it. I love it. Talking about the whole armor of God. Today is April 1st, and uh, I think there's a lot of birthdays today. I, I can't forget. I, I didn't write down the uh, the famous birthdays of today, but uh, uh, I know that uh, our friend Gary Kariba Jr. is his birthday today, and uh, but... It is the beginning of a new month and a new gift for all a family of friends. Those that give $38 or more, 38, that's a weird number. Yes, but I've been in ministry 38 years in May. I can't believe I've been an evangelist for 38 years. Started out evangelizing on television. That's where I started. Mm. I would say really, I did start in, in college because we were out traveling on weekends. And... <coughs> I'm thankful for the opportunities we had just just in the beginning in traveling for, for Evangel University and then and doing uh, churches on our own. Uh, we formed a band and singers and stuff back in the day. But uh, officially, 1983 is when it all started. And so 38 years ago in May. I can't believe that. But, uh, you know... Uh, we always try to give a gift for those who give the $38 a month. And we've got, thanks to Ron Wade, who's talking, and uh, 
given away my message already about Atheist Day. But uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Londa's here with you from Minneapolis. I love you, Londa. Londa, I'm going to sing only the beginning here in a minute. All right, so you got to stay just just to, for old time's sake. We used to do that song all the time. I'm going to do it today and probably on Sunday for my church. Pastor's letting me sing. Uh, let's see. Uh, so this is, it's so hard to see. I, I, I need one of those, one of those uh, home shopping network cams or whatever. I mean, they do those close-up of things. But I'm sending out on a medallion that has listed all of the armor of God. First, on the one side, it has a... Um, a crusader there with all of the armor, Ephesians 6, uh, 13 through 17, says put on the whole armor of God. And then on the back, there are the different pieces, actually. The breastplate, the helmet, the shield, the belt, the sandals, the sword of the spirit, and and, uh, and all. And it explains, it says breastplate of righteousness, helmet of salvation, shield of faith, uh, belt of truth, sandals of the gospel of peace, and sword of the spirit. It's all there on this little medallion. And it goes with the proclamations that we have. Thanks to my there's, it's my pastor as well that did these proclamations. He didn't know his pro. He was doing it as part of his sermon. Hand it was a handout we got at the beginning of the year, and I thought this would be great for us to proclaim every day. So what you heard as part of my prayer was part of those proclamations. But this is going to emphasize well. This is a medallion with the whole armor of God. That's so a nice um, keepsake and peace for everybody. Uh, starting in April. So this is our April gift. All right. So now you know what time it is. And Ron has already set me up for what today is. But listen closely to our favorite segment on this program, the Soapbox. It's time now for Kevin's Soapbox. Yes, it is. News, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Now, here's Kevin. Well, happy if you can be happy. You can't be happy. It's Atheist Day. <laughs> Atheists, etc., you know, agnostics, uh, I may believe there's many roads to heaven, universalists, uh, they don't have any valid claims. They really don't. You know, I've said this. A gazillion times, but I'll keep saying it again till somebody listens to me. They don't have valid claims about there is no God or there's so many different gods or Jesus isn't the only way. They don't have any valid claims. They're only lazy. It's laziness. Because when you study the word, when you know the word of God, when you've really done your study, you've done your research and have an open mind and an open heart, you find that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. In 2003, a Florida man pled with authorities that atheists needed a holiday and this is the day he was given since 2003 it's been an atheist day and isn't it appropriate it's tay it's april fool's day a atheist day isn't it just appropriate and that's my soapbox larry take it away This concludes this edition of Kevin's Soapbox, thought-provoking news, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Kevin's Soapbox is a regular feature of the AM Kevin Show. We hope that you've enjoyed it.
Pastor's taking his time. I have to get it. <laughs> no, you're good. Thank you, Larry, for closing out the soapbox. Hey, Pastor. Good to have you here today. All right. He is here. He is here. And I'm so glad you're here. Oh, you know what I was going to do, though? I was going to sing it. Can you come a little closer to me just so you're in the shot? They have perfect shot. Oh, great. And the whole world goes. I was going to sing an Easter song first, so I guess I got you up a little prematurely. But you get a preview of what I was planning on doing Sunday. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. All right, so here we go. Let's do it. We're going to do a duet, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor and I are going to sing a duet. Let me see. All right, okay, hold on. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There's your mic. You can say hi to everybody. I, I think you turned my mic off on purpose because you know I'm such a great singer. <laughs> yes, and so now it goes back off. <laughs> Here's a song that I wrote uh, uh, about Easter. We even did an Easter cantata that we premiered in California years and years ago. And uh, th I have not done this in quite a few years, so I pray I get all the words right. But here they are, ladies and gentlemen. It w It's called... It was only the beginning. All right, here we go. Two thousand years ago, a man who claimed to be the son of God was nailed to a tree. With eight inch spikes driven into his hands and into his feet and a mock crown of thorns placed on his head. His followers watched in despair as the hope of a promised Messiah vanished before their eyes. That day grew dark and the earth began to shake and this man they called Jesus of Nazareth died. As the disciples scattered, they said it must be all over, must be the end of the story, but I'm here to tell you it was only the beginning. Come on. It was only the beginning when the stone was rolled away. See the power of God that raised him is available today. Nothing is impossible if you believe what he said. It was only the beginning when Jesus rose from the dead. They laid him in a borrowed tomb. The stone was rolled in place. They said, now that ought to close the files on this Jesus of Nazareth case. They thought that it was over. They thought they had struck him down. All but early Sunday morning, they couldn't believe what they found. Cause it was only the beginning when the stone was rolled away. You see the power of God that raised him is available today. Nothing is impossible if you believe what he said. It was only the beginning when Jesus rose from the dead. Now his disciples saw he had risen and they knew he was God's son. And he said, I'll give you the power. You can do all the works that I've done. Yeah, the church is not defeated and every battle we can win all because 
It's the beginning, not the end. I like this. The stone was and rolled away just so Jesus could get out. But so all the people of the world could look in. It's an empty tomb today. He's alive and well, yeah. Say, Greg Long. Yeah, say it. It was only the beginning when the stone was rolled away. The power of God that raised him is available today. Nothing is impossible. If you believe what he said, because it was only the beginning, it was only the beginning, it was only the beginning, when Jesus rose, I know Jesus rose, yes, Jesus rose from the dead, oh yeah. He's alive. Amen. Right, Pastor? He's alive. Yeah, you'll be able to say amen in a second. Here we go. There we go. Now you can say it. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. All right. He is alive and well. Yes, he is. And that's really what what we celebrate. That's what we all what it's all about. The Easter bunny wouldn't have a job without Jesus. <laughs> it's really all about him. And uh thank you, Londa. Thank you, Larry. Love this song. How powerful. Yes, I need your voice on it, Larry, that's for sure. And Elizabeth in Northern Ireland, Sandra, thanks for joining us. We miss you when you're not with us. And Cliff and Joyce like the soapbox. And uh, let's see, where else? Where else? Ha uh, ha, 1943. I don't know what 1943 was in. Uh, there we go. But uh, I'm so glad y'all are watching today. And I'm glad Pastor's here. I don't know if I can remember the last time you were here, it's actually. It's been a little while. Was yeah, it the beginning of the year that we did? Uh, I think so. A beginning of the year. and a, yeah. It hasn't been on purpose because I like you here all the time. <laughs> Man, life has been crazy. Hasn't, hasn't it, it though? Been, yes, it yeah, has been just, crazy. It's been a little crazy. So We, we have, and, and, and I want you to share. But what I'm going to do is, because yeah. I'm not going to go too deep today, yeah. but I need folks to go to us.maexclusives.com. These folks are now with all these different products from pet products, toothpaste, lotion, baby lotion, all these supplements. They are their profits. They're giving 100% of their profits to our ministry. Wow. I know. This That's box awesome. is a 30-day uh, box of vitamins. It's in a, what I like, it's in a thingy. Uh, what do you call these thingies? It's yeah. in a, it's a little, little thingy packet. Yeah, a little pouch. Yeah. And so I pour it into my cup, and so I poured it into my AM Kevin Club, 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 club uh, mug. <laughs> Can't think of the word, mug. You get me tongue-tied, Pastor. You know? Uh, that's hard to believe. Yeah, uh, I think that's. Yeah, I know, be but true. no, I don't know. no, it is so true. And uh, and then you stir it up, and it looks it makes this reddish purple. Yeah. Isn't it good? Does it well, taste good? You know, it does. It tastes good. It almost tastes like a uh, like a berry type a thing. berry soda because oh. it does some sort of like foaming that I yeah I don't know what it does but mm. 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 and I'm gonna sip on that and y'all go to us. dot and uh, if you promise to take your vitamins, I'll give you a little pouch, you know, a little packet. I'll try it. I will. <laughs> no, it's really good for you. I take, and my, I take my gummy vitamins every day. Yeah, well, that's very good. The gummy vitamins. The only reason I, I'm able to sing, I think, is because I've been yeah. taking this ever since they sent me a sample. And yeah. I still got, 
That's so great television, isn't it? I still got some great. Here, wait a minute. Let me get a close up of you. That's what we need. Boom. All and right. then I can go. Do I need to lean this way? <laughs> oh. Live television. But, you know, I want to, you know, uh, be, be able to clear so I can comment yeah. on what it's you're going to say. It's the allergy season, so stuff is happening. It is it's, always it's happening. Bummer. It yeah. is a bummer. I don't yeah. like it. but and, and it's only been affecting since I got to Tennessee. Let if me you ask have, you, how, how are you doing with your health? I mean, you, like have been through a lot in the last 12 months how is the health going the health is great you one of the big uh i don't know what do you call it the big uh reveal was at church new year's eve of 2019 before covid and uh you know none of our families got covid we're good there but you know then i finally had the the autoimmune thing yeah Uh, yeah and so, but no, I've been doing really good. good. Now, and that's reason, really, I, I laugh about it, but a lot of times when I get tongue-tied, it's yeah. a little bit of that still yeah. there. I still have a little swallowing thing, but, you know, most of it is gone. And I think, and, and I know I've taken half the medicine that was originally prescribed, so God is healing me. That's awesome. And I know things are happening in that, in that realm. But uh, all these vitamins and supplements help. So that's why I like to offer them. Because I wouldn't offer you something I didn't try or that I didn't think was good. This has all natural, organic, no GMO stuff in it. So I know this helps so much. But you know what we need to do? Do you have time for lunch today? Yeah. We need to have Mexican food. Do you know why? Laredo's. Sure. We little Laredo's or El Rey's or whichever way you want to. I wasn't going to give them a plug. But do you know that actually today, according to HolidayInsights.com, it's National Burrito Day. Word from the Lord right there. Now, see, it is right a word there. from the Lord. Now, you're married. <laughs> your your wife is Hispanic, and so you should know these things. The National Burrito uh, Day. You uh, know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, burritos in real authentic Mexican are probably, a burrito is more, probably more of a, a Tex-Mex thing. Mm-hmm. What I love when you get into real authentic food oh. is, is the tacos, the, the street real. tacos. Yes. The, that's what so that may have been part of the reason I married my wife. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Is she it a wasn't. good cook? Does she cook good Mexican she, yeah, food? Yeah, she's good. She she does. Well, here's what I thought. I thought I was gonna get that Mexican, like those steak tacos, the carne asada tacos. Like uh-huh. I thought that was gonna be part of our diet. <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> I went six months without it and I said I said, What happened? I thought this was part of the deal. And she said, No, that's just like a special occasion thing. And I'm like well, it should be a special occasion frequently. <laughs> it should. But, you know, because um, my wife, you know, she's raised country. So yeah. we get some country cooking once yeah. in a while. Corn fritters and grains, and she just she throws down. I clearly like food, so uh, I'm So good you'll with eat all. anything. But yes, here, you much. can impress your wife, all right? Okay. The, the tail of the burrito, all right? The tail of the burrito. I don't know how tortilla was named, but <laughs> it is spoken of that back in the olden days— in Mexico, okay, to keep food warm to carry long distance, they would wrap meat or veggies that were hot, and they wanted to take it to another place, and wrap them in flour tortillas. Wow! And they would pack them in their burros. Yeah. Can you roll your arms? Yeah. I can't roll my arms. I'm bad. I'm not going to try. Why did she marry you? No, I'm kidding. She, anyway, she so saw <laughs> the whitest guy she knew, and she said, "Let me, let me marry that, that guy." That's terrible. I, don't Whitest say everything. Guy. No, you're great. Because uh, we're both New Englanders. So, know. you know. It's a miracle. Let me tell you. We've got to stick together. Yeah. She's, she's my saving hope, my, my grace. <laughs> so they load them and they pack them in their burros. Yeah. And the little 
packet pouches of food in the floor tortillas in the burros were called burritos. Ooh. See? Wow. I've done some research for That's National good. Burrito Day. That's good. And then we got to have some. Y'all yeah. have a favorite because I would like to reminisce. Reminiscing. Just uh, while we're talking, you can just punch in. But do it quick because he's about to give the word, so we don't want to <laughs> mess up the word. But, you know, uh, Indra is saying, enough, Kevin. Stop. <laughs> we're talking about food. I know. It makes me hungry. But we got to go celebrate. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> hey, um, have you been doing good this year? I yeah. You mostly. Mostly. I really have. I lost like 17 pounds. Yeah. And I'm slowly, I'm slowly adding a pound or two every. No, other don't week. COVID it, man. Don't COVID. They're no, calling it the COVID. I was, I'm, thing I'm trying now. to get rid of that. So. Yeah. No. Don't. Don't do that. But if you have a favorite Mexican, do you like tacos, burritos, uh, quesadillas, fajitas? All that stuff. Let me know. Let me know what's your favorite. Just give me a one word. You don't have to go long. Whatever you know. I'm carne asado, carne asada tacos. Tortillas. Yes, I, I mean, know. That is good. That's me. I'm the fajitas because the more I can pile on, you know, just all the veggies and the yeah, me- like, meats and uh, meat and cheese and a burrito or taco. I'm good to go. El Rey's has this burrito. <laughs> Which we gotta stop. <laughs> we gotta stop. But they put pineapple in. I was just gonna say. Oh yeah, I love pineapple. with chorizo yeah. and I, I oh. love. Yeah. I, I'm a pineapple guy. Yeah, no, I love. Really oh, yeah, all right. We're it's called the about it's it. called the burrito Hawaiianos. Yeah, I don't know if Hawaiianos is a Spanish for Hawaiian. Y- if you take pork and you take onions and <laughs> and pineapple, it's a great yeah, it's a great deal. What's what's good about that is because it's bulky, so I don't have to eat the flour tortilla because that's high in carbs. But <laughs> anyway, we really need to get back to oh um, man. But I thought I'd go that sidebar with you, and it's a perfect day for burrito. Are we day. rolling in Jesus died for burritos or something? Is that? Is I, that I don't know. No, I don't know. Mm. Oh but he did ride in on a donkey last weekend. I wasn't with you. wasn't in church. Uh, we Pastor were away. Jonathan but talked about the donkey. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. As King James says, a yeah, different word. A different word. He was emphasizing that we can be a different word. Yes. Yeah, see, I've done that but same Jesus thing. I had a feeling word. Jonathan and I are alike on that deal. Yeah. yeah. I actually had a pastor one time. I was in Ohio. Put it out on the sign. Don't be a dumb donkey. Uh, but he didn't put donkey. He actually put that. And it was my the title of my message. The so. religious people hated him. The, the non-religious, not saved, thought it was the funniest thing in the world, I bet. I, b- I bet he got a lot of attention both ways on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. We had a great crowd. Yeah. So, hey, people wanna, go, people go see the pastor it. say a bad word. But <laughs> it's not a ba- It's in King James. I don't know. Anyway, oh, let's get man. serious. And uh, I'm going to end with a song. So you yeah. got to give me three minutes for the song. Okay. And uh, you've got, so that gives you 27 minutes. Wow. I know. That's good I, stuff. I wanted to get through that. I got I've been told my prayers things. are long, so that gives me less than 27 minutes. So did I say that? No. No, no, no. no I've, I've been told, told that. I've been told I pray long. I so love good I prayers. Say, you know, hey. our former pastor in Branson, he had long prayers, too. Say, uh, but I like that. I, I aspire. In, in certain instances, like long prayers are good. In other instances, short and sweet is what you need. Yes. Yeah. I do. I got to mention also do our Easter special this week is yeah. it's all about Israel. I've got one oh, of these cool. shirts left I want to give away. It's it's Greatest called, um, um, you know, the greatest weapon is the Lord God and Israel needs no other. Or we don't they don't need any other. It's got the star David on it. And if you get a ball cap, I'm going to throw it in. It's a large. So the first one to get it's the last. That's one I have. No need to carry this around. It's a large, and it has all the scriptures about Israel on the back, and it's just a great, nice, soft. Isn't it soft? Uh, soft, thank you. And nice. Here, let me take a look at that. And it's a large. Yeah. And and uh, I'll throw it in if you get one of the ball caps that I'm wearing today, because if it wasn't for the cross, 
you know, we were grafted in because of the cross, so there's a star of David, and uh, I'll give it. If somebody will just say, I'll take it, then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out for you. But um, let's see. Uh, nachos. So they like nachos. <laughs> I was going to get it. Tamales. I'm a, okay on tamales. Chimichangas. That's another one for the folks in, in Oklahoma. And uh, good morning, Pastor Kenny. And uh, I thought donkeys were smart. At least Balaam's donkey was. I don't. Oh, no, we're back on the donkey. Don't be a back dumb donkey. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're stubborn, though. They are. Yeah, and they're known for being stubborn. So Jesus rides through Jerusalem yeah. knowing that the, the yeah. hour has come. Yeah. The other day I had a revelation from Rabbi Jonathan Kahn that, that uh, uh, it was on the day of the creation of man that Jesus died on the cross, the sixth day. Hmm. So the second Adam was no, wow. no exaggeration. Adam created, man recreated wow. on that same day. And uh, they were kicked out of the garden. Jesus went into the garden and was brought out. I mean, so a lot That's of stuff really cool. is so, I know that I, I never thought of. Uh, There's a lot of that through scripture where things line up we don't even sometimes see, does. understand. That's yeah. why Atheist Day is ridiculous. And then yeah. atheists, because they're just lazy. They're not really atheists. They just haven't seen how the word and, and the things the Messiah has fulfilled. And I'm trying to set you up, but I'm probably just going a <laughs> rabbit trail. Uh, but what, uh, what do you got for us today? Hey, I want to just share, you know, we, we probably all know the story of of what happened on Easter, and I'm a, I'm a pastor's kid, I'm churched, but I was driving down the road the other day, and I was talking to my daughter, and I was, I said, you know, what is my daughter's name is Mia, I said, Mia, what is Easter all about? And <laughs> she, said, the mouth of babes. she said, well, you know, it's it's about, you know, Easter is Easter eggs, and, and I said, oh yeah, but what is it really about? She goes, well, it's about Jesus dying, and I said, yeah, but but what is it, what else is it about? She like paused for a minute and then she said, well, and then Jesus came back for us. Right. And, and I said, yes, that's what this is all about. And so uh, I want to focus just for a moment, not on the story that, you know, you know, a lot of times when you have been so churched and you or you've heard the story so Come many on. times, so true. it loses the power of what it is. And so I want us to focus today on the power that's in us because of the resurrection. So you know the story. You know what happened. Jesus, he went to the cross. He died for our sins uh, on the cross for three hours. You know, the skies turned black. There was, I mean, he yells, it is finished. All of a sudden, he goes. He's buried in the ground. He's dead. And think about the disciples in that moment. They are, uh, what, they're, they're overcome. They're, they're discouraged. They're Everything imaginable, the one that was supposed to save them, rescue them, is no longer there. But then he comes back. We know in three days the resurrection happens, and when the resurrection happens, that was the key. That was the key. It wasn't that he died, because a lot of, a lot of people had died, right? All humanity had died, but he's the only one that had ever come back. He also took on the sin for you and I, and I love that when... I love that where the, where the Word of God even says that before you were even born, He knew you, He formed you, but then He gave Himself for you before He even, all the things that are going to happen or did happen in your life, the sin that was committed before you came into relationship with Him, He died for you. Yes. What a wonderful thing. And Thank so I want to, for a moment, though, shift from the story that we know. I want us to shift and look at a few parts of Scripture. I want to look first at Second Corinthians Four, I want us to look at what Paul says 
And he, Paul, coming from the perspective of Jesus, has already ascended back into heaven. The resurrection has already happened. But Paul speaks of the resurrection power. And then I want us to jump to Romans for a minute because I believe that beyond knowing the story, there is something alive in us today because of what happened in, in that very moment. Amen. It wasn't Easter. It wasn't eggs and bunnies. We know that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that he died. But when the resurrection happened, that's what transformed us. And in fact, we celebrate this weekend because he came back. Because he came back for you and I. Because he took the very sin. He was the sacrifice. So we, we know that in our head. But how often do we live with the power of the resurrection inside of us? It's there. And Jesus said, it's accessible. I mean, that power is inside of you. It's designed to to move in and through you. The spirit of God, the Holy Spirit's inside of you, breathing inside of you, pouring out, wanting to do great things in you. So when you look at the world and you say, God, the world is in shambles, God, and you look at the difficulties, maybe even that you're facing, Come back to the understanding that the resurrection power is inside of you. The spirit of God is inside of you. And so I want us to look just for a moment, 2 Corinthians 4, 8. I'm just going to read a few verses here, 2 Corinthians 4, 8. And this is Paul. Paul giving us. Now, now remember Paul. He's the one that was shipwrecked. <laughs> I mean, he was the one that was killing all the Christians, had this radical conversion. And then in that radical conversion, he he what he gave himself, he gave his life over to God, gave his and said, "Wow, Jesus totally. Christ is it." Yeah, he Amen. was he was surrounded by religion and realized religion's empty and dead. But Jesus Christ, the relation of Jesus Christ, the, the relationship that comes with it, that's where the power is. And so here's what he says: He says, "We're pressed on every side with troubles, <laughs> but we're not crushed. Mm-hmm. Right? We're perplexed." but not driven to despair. Come on. Verse 9 says we're we're hunted down, we're persecuted, but never abandoned by God. We're knocked down, but we're not destroyed. And then verse 10, he says, through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. And yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident or revealed in our dying or mortal bodies. And so we know the resurrection story. Paul is coming at it. He's saying there's resurrection power right here. No matter what you're going through, look, this has been an incredible year of difficulty. Maybe you feel like in this season of difficulty, you feel like you've been drowning. I don't know if you've ever like gone snorkeling or if you've you've ever gone deep sea diving and and you you put on the oxygen, right? Yes. It's the only way you can make it. Let me tell you, the spirit of God is the only way we can make it. We th- sometimes the hardest thing we can do, the only thing I should say we can do is just breathe. Like we're dealing with so much. We're perplexed. We're overwhelmed. We're dealing with health-related issues. We're dealing with relational issues. We're dealing with so many things in our lives, and we're saying, you know what? Easter's coming. Resurrection's here, but God, what happens in my life right now? God, I need you right now in this situation. I love that Jesus Christ didn't die for a story. He died for your life to be impacted right now in this very moment. And so we know the story. We know what he did. He said, it is finished. And you even look at that and you think, well, what did he finish? He just died. Mm -hmm. 
Well, he said, it is finished. I have done what I've what I've come to do. And then resurrection life occurred. And that's, you know, we celebrate the resurrection. It's so important to you and I because Jesus has changed our lives. He's literally the most influential person in our lives if we've dedicated our lives to him, right? He has caused us to view life totally different. He has caused us to move away from uh, the wrong influences in our lives. He has caused us to make decisions in our careers. He's caused us to even where we live, right? He is the most influential person in our life. And then we, we have to ask the question, why? Why is he the most influential person in our lives? Mm. Because we heard a story? No, because what had happened in that story when we surrendered to him, what the power of his death became the life for us eternally. Oh, come and on. I love that. Amen. Even when you say, even when, you, you know, we all know the John 3, 16, right? We all know the, the very scripture where it says, for God's love the world, world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whosoever trusts or believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Eternal life is what we're talking about here. I love that when we understand that the resurrection is not just something that's ahead of us. And what I mean, I know historically the resurrection, the story of resurrection was behind us, right? It happened 2,000 years ago. But when we think about what is the resurrection of us, well, when we die, when we've invited the Lord into our lives, when we've surrendered our life to him, we're then resurrected with Christ, right? We don't just die. Our soul, our spirit goes on to live an eternal life. But I love that it's not just ahead of us. It's not just to come, but I love that it is actually something that is within us. Paul says the resurrection power of Christ, it's within you. The very power that raised Christ from the dead is within you. Hallelujah. Now, let's view our life a little differently now for a moment. There's difficulties. Paul said we're perplexed on all sides. We're beaten down. We're hunted down. Things in our life are not going the way we want them. How do we survive That's that? That's only How do we 24 live hours. That? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> That right? can all yeah. happen in 24 hours. When we feel that, we have to remember that the resurrection of our life, the resurrection of Christ is not just coming one day when we die, right? When that moment comes and we die, but the power of Christ is inside mm. us right now. I love it. I love it. It's Hallelujah. transforming and changing us. It's then bringing life to those around us. So when we view COVID and where our world's at and where the agendas of political things are and we get discouraged and we get overwhelmed and we, we just I don't want to look at the news anymore. We have to understand that the resurrection power is inside of us. Yes. Now that it's inside of us, now we are called to live differently. And sometimes we think, well, if I can just breathe. Right. Have you, ever, you ever been through something that just seems like it is taking everything? It's taking you. It's like a gut punch that you just can't even. You can't even get that breath. You ever? I don't know if you've ever been punched. Have you ever been punched? I have. Had the wind I, knocked you know, out of you. When you were saying that, I thought of the one time that my my roommate in college and I got in a little bit of a fight. I was being a jerk. I, it was really my fault. I said something to insult him, and he just came over and just slugged me right in the stomach yeah. out of the clear blue. But he was going through so much, and he eventually flunked out of college. But that was it was being such a punk. And uh, I deserved it. But I'd never had anybody punch me in the stomach yeah. before. Knocks the wind out of you. I, I couldn't breathe. Couldn't I was breathe. like, what? Am I dying now? You know, sometimes <laughs> in, in, in this season that we've gone through, there, it's not just a per. It, everyone has been punched in the gut. Yeah, you were talking to some people Where now. the wind 
has been knocked out of them and they say, God, I don't even know how I'm going to make it. Now, I understand culturally we're shifting. We're coming out of, you know, maybe coming out of the COVID pandemic thing. It feels like that. But there are there are after effects of when you get punched in the gut. I just can't breathe. Well, let me just tell you, the breath of life is not just you breathing. I'm not talking about you breathing air. I'm talking about when your spirit has been, you just feel like I, a life has been punched in the gut. I, I just need, and sometimes all you can do is say, God, I need you. God, I need you. And when you call out to him, the breath of God comes. The resurrection Mm. power is inside of you. It strengthens you. As you begin to sometimes say, you know, I don't need anyone to give me advice. I I just need him right now. And as you gain strength and as you begin to gain momentum, you begin to worship the Lord. And all of a sudden, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ comes alive in you. The spirit of God, which was left when Jesus said, I'm going to the Father, but I'm leaving the spirit of God inside of you. When you think about resurrection it's not just another day to get some easter eggs and some candy and and to go to church and to dress up in pink it's the day that changed your life yes because you dedicated your life to him and when you're going through those difficult moments the resurrection power is available to you right then in those moments listen Mm -hmm. to me whatever you're going through right now where you've maybe it's a health related issue maybe it's a relational issue whatever you're going through right now now you say listen I, I don't need any more advice i'm just struggling so much the breath of god is there to breathe life and strength into you and as you worship the lord as you celebrate him the resurrection is not just to come when you die and then you go to heaven right. it's inside you right now alive alive See, inside you are, of you you are preaching because this takes easter and the whole message up another level Yes, what a good man. He died for us. He showed love. I can go to heaven someday, but it's so much more. It's walking in heavenly places every day of our life because this same power that raised Christ from the dead is able to quicken your mortal body. This is the real purpose of the resurrection. Let me tell you, when you just buy into the story and the history, you have missed why he came. He didn't come to fill in a book to to make a a history book and you you can say well i've been in church i I don't care how long you've been in church i don't care how how many i mean you you can give me your lineage of church history preach but are you transformed by the Mm. power of jesus christ and what he did look that every day when we wake up we say god the power that raised you from the dead the spirit of god it's alive inside of me and look now look I, i understand when that gut punch happens and you say, God, I, I just can't do it. Yeah. He's not asking you to do religion. He's asking you to rely on him, to trust in him, to call on his name, to let him do in you what only he can do. Mm, the darkest so valleys that we go through, the most difficult valleys that we go through. He said, I'm there, but you got to call on my name. My promise is that I'll answer. I want to give you just these three points, and then I want to look at Romans real quick. I want you to remember that that we need to remember that there is life inside of us. 
There is life inside of us, not just the physical body. I'm talking about the spirit of God resides inside of us. It is here to walk and lead us. And let me tell you, let the evidence of the spirit of God, let the fruit of his spirit be evident in your life. I'm not giving you another chore. I'm just saying, let true life be inside of you. The second thing I want to let you know is that is that I, that we've got to stop looking around for strength. You know, we always look for solutions around us. I have noticed in this pandemic season that there are those that are looking outside where they need to be looking. Right? They don't need to be looking uh, at self help. I, I mean, it was interesting. I just got a package the other day. Do you ever get a package and it's not not yours? And you open it before you realize yes. it's not yours. Right. And it was a neighbor. It was a neighbor's it's package. The neighbor, yeah. Yeah. Which and is my brother-in-law, I, so it's, I'm okay. <laughs> but. Well, my I don't. My brother-in-law don't live near me, but <laughs> it, I opened it up, and it was a self-help book on how mm. to live a new normal life mm. dealing with depression. Whoa. And I I was reminded again. Now this is this was like two days ago. Th- this this wasn't in the heat of last year. This this was two days ago, and I realized. There are more people still dealing with this. There's an after effect that people are still dealing with so much of the pressure that we've been under through so many different things. And yet the thing that we need to remember is that we don't need to look around us for strength. We need to start looking within us who he is inside of us. My, My greatest challenge and goal in life as a pastor is that people would know not just Jesus in name only, but that they would know him. And I hate it that we get to know him in the trials, but the sweetest things of of the trials in our lives is that he comes alive and is, is so powerful and is so fresh and so real in our life. I was sharing last night, I do a Wednesday night, uh, time each week and I was sharing about the mo- one of the most difficult t- seasons of my life years ago uh, it was the beginning of the year uh, I had f- I was coming down the stairs in my home I had my daughter I was carrying her she was like two years old I slipped oh and she went flying oh goodness and I went I went back she went forward I landed on the steps uh, and as a result of that had a bulging disc and didn't have any insurance and have anything ah. like that trying to deal with pain uh, for six weeks uh, the pain was like a 10 uh, there I couldn't sleep I, I was just in absolute pain in the same season I was going through another situation where it was just gut-wrenching ripping out my soul if you will uh, another situation that was emotionally just doing about the same physically that was happening it was doing the same thing in my heart emotionally to me and in that season of both those seasons the probably the most the the darkest valley i've personally ever walked through in that season life got real simple and what i mean by that is i didn't care about anything else anyone else i I, the world just didn't matter (laughs) the only thing i cared about was jesus and my family, my wife and my daughter. That, that was it. I couldn't sleep. It was like I was on the edge of life. But in those moments, the Lord began to minister to me. I remember a month oh in, some, one, of our, one, of, one of the key people in our church, um, a key family, the wife came to me, and, and she said, you know, Pastor, how are you doing? And I said, you know, it's been a month of yeah. this pain. But something has happened. 
I'm still in a lot of pain. It's almost unbearable at times. But something has happened. The relationship with the Lord has shifted and changed. And I just, as I'm crying out to him, as I'm calling on his name, he's not only answering, but he's pouring into me. There's a depth that I have never experienced before. I want to tell you right now that what is what you're going through right now, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, not the, just the history lesson, but the power that he came back for you and I resides in you. Your self-help book isn't going to fix it, right? The, your, your friend, the, the things around you, it's inside of you. What I mean it's inside of you, when you accepted him in your life, something was deposited inside of you. The mm. Spirit of God was deposited inside that. of you. And let that. me just encourage you, stop reaching out for other things. This has been a, COVID has been a season of people trying to release pressure in their lives, and they begin to reach out for unhealthy things. Let me tell you, the Spirit of God resides inside of you because of what Jesus did. It's good. It's good. Don't, don't go to alcohol. Don't go to pills. Don't go to gossip. Don't go to unhealthy relationships. Don't go to an affair. Don't go to a, an emotional affair. Don't, don't do things that, that I, you know aren't right. Reach out and call on him. And in these moments, he is going to do what he does. He's going to minister. You're going to find a new depth in him. Yes. And when you think about the resurrection of Christ now, it's not going to be just another time to dress up or to go to church. Come or on. To, it's going to be, God, this is what you did for me, for me. You know, many times I think about Christmas and I think, you know what? I think the story needs to change. I think <laughs> we sh at Christmas we should celebrate the resurrection. Oh, come on. Right? Yeah. I mean, because we celebrate his came. birth, yeah. but Jesus didn't say, remember my birth. He said, remember my death, celebrate my death yeah. and the resurrection. Wow. Right. Think about that. I mean, the resurrection is what we really need to be celebrating. I mean, it. he came. Thank you, Jesus. He came yes. and he died, but he came back. That's a that's a Christmas gift. If there's ever been yeah. one. Yeah. Right. Let me give you this last point. I know we're okay. running. We're running four out of time. minutes, four minutes. I got my four minutes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Here's a here's my last point that that we when we when when you and I live with the reality that that life depends when we think about the reality that that the life deposited in me and you is unstoppable understand that the life that has been deposited in you and i is unstoppable the spirit of god is unstoppable it is stronger let me tell you it, it's better than anything you can have the life that was Hallelujah. deposited inside of us because of the relationship of jesus christ is unstoppable Ooh. the thing i love about the lord is that he surprises us with his presence he surprises us in these moments where we say god i can't take anymore he'll surprise you in these very moments you're walking through Amen. i want to i want to read a few just romans i know i got just a few minutes here romans 8 11 right i'm going to read okay. out the message real quick you know and and it says when when god lives and breathes in you yeah right you are delivered from from what from that dead life when god le lives and breathes inside of you as he does as he did when he lives and breathes inside of you and he brings hope and he brings strength right you are delivered from the dead life with his spirit living in you your body will be 
alive as Christ's body was alive. Like the Spirit of God comes alive. It stands reason, doesn't it, that if if we're alive in the in the present God, right, who who raised God, who raised Jesus from the dead, moves into our lives, he'll do the same thing that he did in Jesus and bring you alive in himself, right? There's a coming alive. Listen, there's so many of us that are saying, man, life, it just stinks. Or life, there's challenging. Or life, you know what, uh, I got a stimulus check, but that doesn't fix the real no. problem inside of me. Come on. I need a Jesus moment. Let me tell you, let's let this weekend be a Jesus moment where he oh, comes amen. alive inside of us. There is an unstoppable force, the Spirit of God, that resides inside of you. So I want to encourage you today. I want to pray with you before we go. Yes. And I want to encourage you, go to 2 Corinthians 4, look at verse 7, look at verse 16 to 18. I love that. I'm just going to read you 7 real quick. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Let me pray with you, though, today. I know you're going through some things. I don't know what it is, but I know the Spirit of God knows what it is. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, every person, Lord, that's dealing with, with just something maybe they can't even express or can't even share with others. I pray in the name of Jesus that your spirit comes alive inside of them. Father, that you restore and strengthen. Lord, some of those that are just saying, I'm barely holding on. Look, look, I can't even express what I'm going through. I need you, Lord. Father, as they call on your name, Father, would you, your promises that you'll answer. Lord, I pray that you would move in their life right now, yes, touching their life in a powerful way, ministering to their life, Father. And I pray that this, this resurrection weekend would not just be another moment to go through the just the motions, Father, but we would celebrate the power that resides inside of us. You, Lord, that resides inside of us, that changes us, that transforms us, Father. I thank you, Lord, that nothing is impossible, that you sent your Son, that all power and authority, Lord, is now available to us. Lord, let's walk boldly in the power of Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. Lord, we thank you today, and we ask this in your precious name, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor, for a perfect word. People are being blessed and touched. Uh, so many, uh, Dave and Barb and Cliff and Joyce and Pastor Kenny and uh, Phyllis and Pastor Beatty, they're all rejoicing. What a great word for this time and this place. Receive that. You have the resurrection power Amen. because of what he did. One of my favorite Good Friday songs written by Phil Johnson I recorded on my Valley Walker CD. Is this one I want to end the program? No big ending today with Larry's voice and all that good stuff. But uh, I'm going to end with this song as we go into Good Friday tomorrow program with Travis Bryan. Don't miss us. Jesus is the answer for our world today. The city was Jerusalem The time was long ago The people called him Jesus The crime was the love he showed I'm the one to blame I feel that I caused him 
I caused him all the pain. But he gave himself the day he wore my crown. He brought me love that only he could give and I just brought him cause to cry and though he taught me how to live I just taught him how to die and I'm the one to I caused him, I caused him all the pain. Oh, but my Jesus, he still gave himself the day he wore my crown. He could have Right through the gate On the Via Della Rosa And on up the hill And as he fell Beneath the weight He cried out He cried, Father Not my will I caused him all the pain But he still gave himself The day he wore my crown Thank you, Lord. See you tomorrow. God bless you. to blame I caused him I caused him I caused him all the pain oh but my Lord and Savior Jesus gave himself the day Hallelujah.